Hi guys, this is episode four, and I'm not quite sure what to call this episode, but I guess I just have some thoughts and feedback about therapy in general. Um, it's been a while since I recorded. Um, I just had some certain friends that were in therapy, and I guess I just wanted to kind of discuss it with you. Um, I've had my share of it as well. Um, so one person I know, it's a female, and she's dating this guy for a while now. And, you know, she would tell me that she's taking him to therapy. And I was like, okay, like you just started dating this guy. How fast could you be going to therapy? But I felt like she wanted to leave him, but he didn't want to leave. So the answer was, let's try to work this out with therapy I guess and let's see how this goes and you know this person isn't just starting to date some you know guys so it's not like it's the first time but then I'm trying to think are you always going to the therapist to keep this relationship together and I don't think that's a good idea because you know, this is something that you need to know how to handle on your own and how to deal with this other person. And I don't know how often is too much to go to a therapist. And at what point do you feel like, okay, in this point in my life, I should know how to solve these problems in my relationship. But then again, not every relationship is the same. And if we are going into relationships thinking we already know what's going to happen or how it's going to pan out, you know, you're already putting these these notions of what you've been through onto this new relationship. And I think you should always go clear-headed, you know, expecting nothing and just seeing where it goes. And of course, people are going to be on their best behavior the first couple of months and show you a really good time. And there's going to be more laughter than anything and fun times. But like my mom says, love does not pay the bills. You know, so then you start looking into other details in that person's life, you know, like, what is their job? Are they able to sustain themselves? Like, is this person really relying on you to keep them going? And yada, 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 blah, 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 right? Um, There's a whole list of things that you're looking for the qualifications. Can they do this? Can they do that? How do they get along with your friends? How about your family? You know, but the biggest thing is situations that are going through people's lives. Like, you know, dealing with someone whose parent just passed away. That's something that doesn't happen all the time. But this is a situation where you're tested for that person's character. And I think these are great tests for people, but it's not something you could fake it or throw it in there just to see how that person would react. So... I did something really stupid when I was dating, then again, husband. Um, I just, because I heard it from a girlfriend of mine. She was like testing her boyfriend and like seeing how he would react to certain things. And I'm like, who has time for this? This is back then in high school towards college. And then I'm thinking as I'm getting older, talking to people that this is what people do on a norm. Like they test individuals on how they would react But then I also feel that certain people take that a little too far and they're playing more like cat and mouse and like 
or playing like God to see how people would react to certain things. Like nobody has time for that, you know? So if you really just want to see if this relationship is really going anywhere, I could see that being okay, but not like every week, you know, or testing them if they're with other people or I don't know. But so I told my boyfriend, husband at the time, um, I told him that there's this guy who's really interested in me, but he's not from New York and he wants me to go to see him. And he was in um, another state. I can't even think what state I lied about. Um, Detroit, <laughs> which wasn't fully wrong or anything or lying. But, you know, at that point, people wanted to date me and, you know, why not? So he reacted a little angry and he was more like, no, don't go. I don't know if he said the L word, love, I don't remember, Um, but he was really showing me that he was really interested in me, and I was like, okay, and I told my mom I lied about it, and she's like, "Uh uh-huh, giggled it off, whatever, but she was trying to say that it wasn't so nice, and I, I get that, but sometimes you need to see where people stand in the relationship, because sometimes they take it for granted, and they need to you need to stir the pot in order to kind of get it going again because people get really comfortable and they just stay where they are and it's just not a good thing and who lives life like that every day being redundant doing the same thing day after (laughs) it's just horrible so I also try doing therapy for myself and then I try doing therapy being married and it's really, it's not hard, but it takes time. And I guess just like in a relationship, it takes time to communicate. It takes time to be in each other's presence, like, or planning on a date, or you shouldn't assume how next weekend is going to go. Like, if you already know, then that's a bad thing. (laughs) And then if I were to say, oh, I'm doing this, and then he gets offended that Oh, but that's not part of our plan. And I'm thinking, why is every week supposed to be like that? Anyways, I think we've been to therapy in different times in our relationship, which is maybe not a good thing because it just shows that we can't communicate or we're not getting our points across to the other person and they're not understanding. So that's where the confrontation comes in, I guess. And I'm not here to try to prove a point. I'm not trying to like push him on my decision but I think in a relationship you want to be able to say what you feel say what you want um, also listen to that person's feedback and then come to a compromise of a solution when you feel that other person's always saying what they want and they always getting what they want then the other person's left like hey can I get something you know can I win something sometimes? And I think that kind of goes in like when we were little or you're playing a game with someone and this you're always losing. You're like, yo, can you just let me win win for once? Because it boosts your confidence. It makes you feel good inside. So just, I'm not saying throw a bone and, you know, give it in. But I think that's what a compromise is. It's like sometimes you just got to figure out which battle is worth losing and then which one's worth putting up a fight for. And I'm still struggling with that in my relationship of communication. Um, I started speaking to an old friend and he's kind of going through some situation as well, similar to mine. And 
I guess most, I was just kind of shocked that he kind of expressed that to me, but I'm kind of happy he did because just like anything that is going on in a relationship or anyone's relationship, they feel ashamed or they feel like this is bad. This is, you know, I'm being judged. Like he's being vulnerable. And I think that's very nice and great thing. And it's, I'm not used to that. Someone being very vulnerable with me and putting their wall down and letting me into their insecurities or problems or dilemmas. Like I'm really shocked, but I'm happy, you know? Um, but then it just puts things in perspective because I feel that when you speak to the opposite sex, you kind of get a different feedback. You're seeing things a little differently. Or if you're really a jerk, then you're just thinking, well, this person's just thinking the same way as the person in my relationship. So why should I even tell them anymore? Like, I get it. And sometimes you might be hitting a walls because you're thinking you're wrong or whatever you're thinking about what's going on. You always think that you're right. I think that some people, when they're in a fight or argument with someone, they always think that they're right and that they're trying to tell the other person you're wrong and da 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 da. And there's, that's where the confrontation goes. And I think as human beings, we need to listen and try to put ourselves in their shoes for a minute and understand where they're coming from. And I even think arguing takes time and you know, it's just so much work. But anyways, I did this therapy um, in person. We went to someone's office and we sat down on the couch and it was bland, you know, nothing amazing. And I'm an open book, so I didn't mind talking, but I felt like I was talking to a girlfriend and just telling her what I felt and what was going on. And then I'm paying this person to listen to my problems and occasionally give me tools to help me process this. And I feel that my problems are with someone else as well, you know, like it's not just me going through it. So then I felt like, okay, now I got to bring him along. But then I felt like we're, we're two kids and we're talking to a parent telling us, you know, who broke the cookie jar. And then it's like, we don't want to blame, we don't want to take the blame. So we're blaming the other person. And and that doesn't work. Like both of us messed up and both of us have to take some of the blame and to say, yes, I did this and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing or reacting the way I'm reacting. But so many people are just so scared to be vulnerable. So many people don't want to admit that they're wrong or they did something fucked up. And another thing I guess some people have that's off spot and don't want to feel like they hurt the other person. But unfortunately you did and you have to accept it and you need to figure out how to make it amends and it just reminds me of Beyonce and Jay-Z very cliche but um you know when I hear people going through relationships of cheating and all this and that like I'm happy that they create music about it sometimes because it's their way of therapy of getting through it and processing the emotions and and that's great you know, and then the other thing is how much is it real and how much is it fake? You know, what is their reality in the song? But it's also good to kind of listen through other people's problems because then you can kind of put in your perspective of your situation. But I was trying to talk about the different types of therapy. So that was one. We went to the office, spoke to a woman, and then 
since I had the baby, I didn't have a chance to leave the apartment. I was, wasn't feeling good. It was cold. I just didn't want to get out of the house and nobody was really, I didn't feel comfortable leaving the baby with anyone. So I'm just thinking, what ways can I get help or what kind of therapy can I do? So I found this app on my iPhone about talking to someone through text. Um, You have access to this person 24-7. So pretty much you're texting. This is now the norm nowadays is texting people and you're in a room, a chat room, I guess. So you can be with that uh, therapist or you can also be with the therapist and your partner. And you could text. So pretty much it's like you're in a room in real life and you're just talking and the other person can reflect or respond to a question. And then the therapist jumps in and says things. So my husband said, okay, we can try this. First of all, he was against it. Let me say that much. So it took him a while to agree to it. And every time I would talk, I would expect him to say something or the therapist to ask him a question. And and he just did not want to reflect or didn't want to acknowledge anything like one or two words answers. And that was upsetting. But I'm used to it because that's how he responds in real life. So the therapist actually said, I don't think this is worth doing or paying for because it's like I'm talking to myself. He wasn't even opening up or anything and I thought that this would be a good idea for somebody who wasn't so comfortable talking to a stranger that you know this wall is there so you don't really have to see them or address them in person and he wouldn't even acknowledge it like if he came home from work to actually say oh you know what what you said in the room like I thought that would be like an icebreaker or you know like for his way of trying to say, oh, you said this in the chat room, so let's talk about it in person. And, you know, having a kid, a baby, a newborn was like really time consuming, eating, sleeping, like the only time I was able to even talk to him would actually be through text message. Um, It was really rough, you know, like, if you want to see how a relationship is going to be like this is one of those things where you're tested and that test would be having a kid together you know um is this person going to help you who's going to be doing everything or i don't know even how like how things get where they are because a lot of people say oh we discussed about what's going to happen or who's who's going to do this and i feel like things just trickled along and we never really discussed how it was going to be planned out. But as a responsible mother, um, I am not that selfish where I feel like I'm just going to take the baby and throw her to him and be like, figure it out. Because then I feel bad that I feel bad for my daughter, I guess. If it was like an egg and I'd be like, yeah, do what you want, you know, and you figure it out or a puzzle or something. But it's a child and she really can't defend for herself. So, you know, this is why I'm in a situation where I feel um, really tied up that I'm unable to do anything for myself or, you know, have some sense of interest And I feel like in the recent years, I've depended slowly on media, social media, 
and I forgot what it was like to actually go out and meet people and communicate or share other interests, share interests with other people and just feel part of the norm. Like I really do feel I've been hiding under a rock and I've been watching cartoons and buying lots of toys. If I would have known I was going to have a kid, a girl, I, I guess I would have saved most of my toys for her. But I also feel like I'm reliving my childhood or figuring things out and evaluating my life. And then you start getting all sentimental about that. So it's like you try to find time for yourself and process things. And it's like you don't have time. And then the time that you do have, that little time that you do have for yourself, you're like, I just want to veg out. I don't want to think. I don't want to process anything. So people just resort to watching television or a movie or playing a game because you don't have to deal with reality. So you're zoning out and checking out and just not really thinking of anything. And then the alarm clock rings and then you're like back to reality. You got to go back to work or you got to go be back with the kids or family and your extended family of in-laws and things like that, which is another situation I'm trying to process. I've heard stories of some people love their in-laws and then I'm one of the people that have my issues of trying to accept. But then again, I feel like no one accepts me. Nobody acknowledges me, you know. Um, I think that's also important about sending boundaries and establishing, you know, what's yours and what's others and creating time for certain people like I'm very fortunate I live close by my family he lives close by his family and we're literally a call away and we can be there in five ten minutes and then there's other people I know that live in my building that say that I'm so lucky you know I have family near me but their family members are like on the other side of the United States or hours away by plane so I guess their frustration is they they want that closeness or being having that access to their kid or you know spending time with each other on more holidays versus like once every so often. Me, I'm like thinking I wish I did live far away from my family or his family, thinking that we don't have to see everyone so often. But then again, we talk on the phone every day to my mom, my sister, and everything, and I just feel like. I need to reevaluate my whole life. Maybe I'm going through a middle middle age crisis, but I'm not quite there yet. Um, so yeah, about therapy. You know, you're paying for someone to listen to your problems and then you're expecting them to help you process things. Or I was always expecting them to say, okay, when you go home, you're going to talk to your spouse and you're going to say this, this, and this. And then you're going to come back to me and tell me what they said. Like, I think people are so dumb now. Like, we need that. We need that structure or that breakdown of what to say and how to say it. Because it's like, I've been doing it this way for... So before I was rudely cut off by someone calling me. And if you must know, the person who's calling me, who's usually calling me, is my mother. So I had to ignore the call. But... What I wanted to say is that therapy should be 
a little bit more step-by-step kind of thing, I feel like it's not such a common thing because if it was, not so many people would be going, you know, and I'm just realizing a lot of people do go and I don't feel so ashamed of it. I just wish people discussed it more. I hate when people think that the, or disclose that the relationship is fine or okay, you know, like I want to know that there's some hiccups. I want to know that there's the other person gets you mad sometimes and, you know, you argue over stupid things because then it makes me feel like, okay, I'm normal. This is okay. This happens to everyone, you know, and then the other thing is what's a normal marriage or what's a normal relationship. And, and I think that every year, the more you stay with each other, you know, maybe gets annoying. So it's like, now I understand why people say spice it up and just change it. And my husband is just so complacent and does not like to change his style, his haircut, anything. And I just feel like sometimes you just need to change something, whether it be your haircut or your sneaker that you wear to work or I don't know, but it's just so difficult sometimes. And then how do you, you, like people say, you can't change other people. You need to change yourself. And then I'm thinking, I am changing myself. I am trying to do different things. And it's just like a roadblock, you know? So my thing is, if you know or suggest, have a suggestion how to deal with. And then the other new thing I've been learning about is narcissism, having a narcissist personality not for me but I guess the person that you're with and sometimes I feel like he is and then sometimes I don't like he doesn't have all the traits that you would think this person should have you know and then the other thing is not knowing completely of your partner and I think that's really scary because it's like someone you're letting someone into your life you live together like I used to think that people who were in a relationship with like the mafia or something like that I would, I would understand. Like some people would be like, how do you marry someone and live together and not know that he was doing all these things behind your back? And then I'm thinking, men don't talk. Men don't reveal everything. And sometimes they hide things or don't bring home. And then they're always giving you an excuse. And you're like, okay, like you believe until you're proven wrong. You know, so I feel for the women who are in a relationship that feel like you're exposed only to what they allow you to. And then you're like left to think otherwise or not think at all because you don't have time to think about all these other things I don't know it's just so difficult and I I think that going to a therapist may distract you or they may give you bad advice on purpose just so you keep coming back I don't know but I realize when you tell someone that you're over and you want to move on they're very quick to actually do therapy because they think that's what's going to fix a problem. But it's not the physical act of going to therapy. It's the actual putting in the effort and actually doing the work to make it work. You know, just because you go to school and you're in the classroom and you're in attendance, you're here, you're here. But if you're not doing the test, the good, you know, keeping up score in your tests or actually submitting the paperwork, the reports and, you know, you don't get a good grade. So just like in a relationship, just because you're physically there doesn't necessarily mean you're in a good relationship. Just because you're physically there, you have to be mentally and emotionally there. And I think that's really important. I just felt an aha moment.
And I don't want to say the men that are open or that actually reflect or communicate are, I don't know, sometimes I guess men feel like if they're like that, it's more like a womanly behavior, but it doesn't even have to be like that. It's just asking, what do you think? Or what do you like? Or just checking in with another person is a great thing. Like I check in with my daughter. I'm like, do you want A or B? Uh, Do you like this? Does this make you angry? Or does it make you happy? Like a grown man should be able to ask another person, a woman to say, what do you want for dinner? Um, How can I help you tonight? But to each their own. And I guess his time will come when his day reflection happens to be needed and I'm processing my stuff through podcasting and my daughter and living day to day and hopefully uh, something will just pop up for me or for him and not sure when the next podcast would be but I guess the other podcast might be about the things that I find on Instagram or Facebook and these little videos all right now my daughter's up from her nap so i'm gonna have to attend to that thanks for listening